Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Episode 28, The Cougar Chronicles with Susan Winter. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Farnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I am going to switch things up just a little bit today. On, I think I'm going to continue on this path for future episodes as we are growing and evolving. I have all of you awesome listeners out there to thank for that. We are now on Stitcher and we are on Spotify. So you can find us on all three platforms as well as obviously Apple Podcasts. And um, I want to remind everyone listening, if you haven't done so, to please rate and review the podcast because it really helps other people find us. It helps with the algorithms and, um, you know, people can share and just have some entertainment and information, obviously, because we always aim to enlighten and inform, even though we are here having a really good time. So I want to thank um, one of our reviewers, Yandre. Uh, he writes in and says basically this, first time listener, so I didn't know what to expect. I'm a sports and news junkie, so I'm always tuned into CNN or ESPN. This was a nice break from the norm. Very funny, although I don't know Mindy personally. She seems very down to earth. I thought her being from New York, that, she, that she'd have a strong New York accent, LOL. <laughs> Two last points about the episode. One, people are still getting their freak on during quarantine. And two, sometimes guys will put in the work and wait before jumping into bed. Then if it's not good there, out. I wish listeners could call in. I realize that would take some more technology. Well, thank you, DeAndre. I appreciate that. Actually, maybe that is in the future if we do some live episodes, which I think I'll probably start periodically in the new year. But in the meantime, I am going to try to take your advice and make some of these podcasts a little bit more interactive. So here's a teaser for what's coming up next week. Next week, I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Russell Sorosky. He's a neurologist and an addiction medicine specialist. He's based in New York. So I wanted to pose a question. 
If you have any questions at all for Dr. Sarosky, who um, as a relation expert, he can share some input into how to maintain a healthy relationship when dating, um, especially if you're dating, obviously, someone who's a recovering addict, which can be tricky if you enjoy a glass of wine, for instance, and your partner or date if they're not obviously at the partner uh, title yet, is a recovering alcoholic, that may be a little bit, you know, touchy um, for both of you, actually. So um, if you'd like any tips about anything as it pertains to that, or you have any questions at all for Dr. Sarovsky, you can write in in the show, um, the show notes section, and I will print them out and be happy to ask. So um, in the meantime, I'm going to give you a little update on me. I moved. I moved last episode. We were talking. I was saying that I was in the process of moving. So I am still, uh, you know, positioned and uh, grounded and, and anchored, I should say, in Southern New Jersey, um, where my home base is, but I also have a presence. And, an, and a life and an apartment in New York City. So I, I moved apartments and I'm now settled in my new place in the Upper East Side, or on the Upper East Side, I guess I should say. And um, excited to be back. I'm, I'm looking forward to a holiday weekend this weekend. We I'm recording this on the Friday of Labor Day weekend. I'm going to be going to the Hamptons with my kids. I'm excited about that, but I'm equally excited to get him back into the swing of things. Um, not that we haven't been, been like kind of hitting the ground running ever since the, you know, we came out of lockdown, but I'm hoping that more people start returning from wherever they ventured off to the Hamptons or upstate New York or places like that and coming back into the city because it's awesome and life is getting back to normal and businesses are starting to come back and we really just need to show our love and support for those who are still there. Um, so that was just my PSA about all of that. Um, and I think is, and, and our path of being open-minded and in the dating pool, I think that, you know, we should explore, you know, perhaps other areas that you may have been blind to, for instance, age. Um, my guest today is a big advocate for dating people that are outside of your comfort zone or what the world calls your comfort zone. Um, she is a New York Times bestselling author. She's been um, on the Oprah Winfrey show among a million other accolades. She is a former financial anchor woman um, and um, also a very accomplished opera singer and she's gorgeous. Um, for her 65 years, as she so openly shared with me. Um, she basically came into her own when she was open-minded and faced with dating a younger guy. So we explore the whole um, mindset of why, I guess, some women and men are reluctant and, um, you know, men being to date older women, I should say. I think most men are more open-minded about dating younger women, but for whatever reason, um, society and, you know, just stereotypes and stuff like that, it's usually been seen as a taboo um, for older women to date younger guys. It's becoming more popular and much more mainstream, and it's something that I'm open to exploring. So sit tight. We're going to have an awesome, awesome conversation with Susan Winter, who is a relationship expert, as I mentioned, and um, she's going to share with us all about her book, 
which is basically geared towards older women and younger men, and also her evolutionary type of being in a loving relationship. She basically explains how it's not all about sex. It's also about connection and love and, and also why her book, Older Women, Younger Men, um, dives into the age gap of love and all it has to offer. The dating pool, as we all know, has become much more of a battlefield, no matter what the age. So grab your armor, maybe a machete, <laughs> just kidding, and let's go. Hi, Susan. Thank you hi. for joining me. Mindy, hi. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great on this precursor to a holiday weekend. Always a better mood than yes, <laughs> yes. normal. So where are you right now? Where are you located? Tell us all about yourself. Today, I'm uh, north and east of Scottsdale. I have a home out here in the southwest, and Very I've been nice. able to stay out here a little bit longer. I've, my first summer ever in the desert. Never knew what that was like, but I'm heading back to New York shortly. Oh, yeah, it's, it, it's nice. I have a, uh, it's nice to have a home home. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know. I actually have a place in New York as well, but also have a home in the southern New Jersey area. And because of the situation, I've been spending yeah. a lot more time in my house just because it's nice to have a backyard and oh, fresh air. Yeah. But wasn't it, was it excruciatingly hot to be in the desert in the summer? Yeah. Um, so your day is done at 7 a.m. Because <laughs> really, it's, I mean, you're just done. So you, I, So New York timing. I have been habituatingly, habituatingly going to bed around like oh midnight, one o'clock. New York yeah. is a late city. Yeah. Here you got to be up at five a.m. because you know you got to be getting ready to be in bed by ten thirty or eleven because the day starts very early. So it's so right. funny, you know. I have to clarify things. Talk about communication, right? I had to clarify <laughs> things with a gardener. He said, "I'll be there late morning." And thank goodness I had the presence of mind to ask him, so what do you mean by late morning? Because to right. us, it would be like I would 11. think like 10, maybe 11. Yeah, 10, 30, 11. <laughs> yeah, which is like a scorching point of the day probably. <laughs> he said yeah. about 7.30 or 8 <gasps> yeah. because they start very yeah. early. That's really funny. Okay. Well, when you come back to New York, you'll have to hit me up. We'll get to get together. For, like, love that. Love that. All right. That sounds super fun. All right. So let's get into who you are. You are our cougar of the hour. <laughs> yeah, I did it before they had a name for it. I was, I, you know, the cougar thing came out much later. It was very interesting. Now they know what to call us, though. I, that's funny. How did do you know what the, the origination of that name is? Like, Yeah, did, there's a lady up in Canada. Um Valerie Wilson Gibson, Valerie Gibson, I think it is. And uh -huh. she wrote a book called Cougars. And it was these gals who would go to the bars and the ice farms and pick up these, you know, good looking young studs sitting there having a drink up in, That's I don't so know, funny. the Northern the Territories. Waiting for yeah. <laughs> and the Cougars were women on the prowl. And so. Oh, I see. Okay. That's and then the funny. guys were there. And, and it, they were simply sexual conquests. But the reason that my book, Older Women, Younger Men, was so controversial, Mindy, was because it was about loving, committed relationships. And this Not is a very- like a object, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, very interesting point. Even in my community, 
My neighbors, because I had a home in northwestern New Jersey at the time, okay. I'd given up my apartment in New York for a while. The crime was bad. I'm just like, I'm going to get out. And like yourself, I built a home that's close to New York City because I knew I'd be going in and out. And uh, my boyfriend had flipped from 18 to 19, and I'd flipped yeah. from 39 to 40. Okay. okay. Very rural northwestern New Jersey, up in the yeah. Vernon area. Oh, yeah. That was these probably are, a no-no. <laughs> oh, my God. These yeah. are like Appalachian people. They, they, like, except for the gentry at my country club, because yeah. I lived on a golf course. I mean, but they didn't know what to do with it. And it would have been fine with everyone around me had it just been sex. Had I toyed with him, had I used him, had I just played with him and discarded him, that would have been acceptable. That's sad, actually. But isn't that twisted? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that I loved him and that he loved me and that we lived together, that was the beef. That They couldn't that, swallow that pill, I guess. No. But Mindy, the reason, the reason for that is very powerful. What and is has, the reason? It's a woman's worth. Yeah. It's that simple. Youth and beauty can attract power and status. It simply means that if I'm older, why would somebody love me? That, that means that no matter what I do, what I've accomplished in the world, whatever career I've had, at the end of the day, my only worth to a man would be my looks and, and, and my youth. And it's so time, sad. I hate that but, but mentality. You know, but it is true. But you it's, know that. It, it's true. I know. It's, yeah, I've, I have a lot to say on that subject. Does a male that. CEO turn 40 and go, oh my God, I've got, my waist has gone up one inch. Maybe nobody will want me. I mean, you know, so you, you think of the burdens that we live under, but what hypocrisy. I mean, you've got women running countries, running companies, you yeah. know, the International yeah. Monetary Fund. I mean, and, and yet at the end of the day, oh, who would want her if she's older? And not like I was pug ugly. I was a fitness girl. No, you're beautiful. Like, I mean, you. you're beautiful. I know you're sitting now with me <laughs> and like, you look amazing. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit about how long ago that was when you, like when you, I guess, obviously that experience I'm guessing prompted you to write the book to kind of try um, to change the mindset and kind of like be, as you say, an evolution in the romantic space with age and so forth. So um, let's talk a little bit about that and then, you know, where you are today and how you're helping other people and stuff like that. And, you know, I want to dive into this whole subject matter. I find it really fascinating. I, actually personally only had one experience I mean a real age difference I've dated guys that have been like a year or two younger or whatever but and, and also like I've been the younger person in some relationships to by a few years but it's nothing too dramatic in the sense that we're like basically almost the same age you know give or take mm -hmm. um but there was one guy that I I didn't really date him I I really didn't want you to be on I guess I wasn't really attracted to him but I also didn't understand why he was interested in me because I had children. I was like, yeah. of course. And he was in his early twenties and just starting out his career. And I just didn't understand why he want would want all this quote. Not that my I consider my kids baggage, but just like someone with kids, yeah. like you yeah. know, 
I, I had no interest in having any more children at that point. Yeah. Like, you know, so anyway, I'm curious. I'm very, very curious. You, uh, first of all, you've articulated this beautifully, exactly what the challenges are. But he, so here's the interesting thing in your mind and in mine, because mm -hmm. I didn't go looking for it. I kept. You didn't? Oh, God, no. I kept okay. pushing it away. I didn't like you. I'm thinking, yeah. what does he want? Right. You know, I, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I even said your mother would kill you. He was like, I, "What?" Because yeah. as a woman, it's not on our radar. But isn't this interesting? Who mm -hmm. programmed that into us? I don't. I don't know. Like five. I guess to my 15, mom, to be honest. Well, yes, with you, five. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. Five to fifteen years older is acceptable, and yet men will date anything that is legal. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Oh, Larry, yeah, yeah. They Larry King, Michael Douglas, time. right? Yes. I mean, that, a, a wife yes, 35 yes, yes. years younger, not a problem. Yeah. The Shulam Rickless with Pia Zadora. People used to think <laughs> that was that was her grandfather. I mean, I so, so it, this, it never I applies think. to men, yeah. right? But it applies yeah. to us. I yeah, know, I know. It's so, so wrong. That's true. Well, yeah. because we too are under that myth. Mm-hmm that what could they want from me? Mm -hmm. I'm a mature woman, I have children. I mean, don't you want to have fun? So we start, we repel them because it's not in our consciousness that it could be. Now, some young guys just, it's now kind of a trend, a thing, it's been a thing for a while, but some have it on their bucket list, like I want a three-way, I want a, an older woman, yeah. just to like, Oh, yeah, okay. you call me a MILF, the kid. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, now they've got words for yeah, us, you know, their desire. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, that's, I know you mean that as a compliment, but that's yes. not really a compliment to me. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's yeah. just so interesting. So the headspace that women go into, like myself, mm -hmm. this kid kept circling me and circling me, and, and I just, and I just thought, I'm, I knew my boyfriend uh, for over a year in my gym. I was on a Stairmaster reading a thick book on metaphysics by Ernest Holmes, Science of Mind. It's like a five inches thick wow. on a Stairmaster reading my, you know, spiritual stuff. This kid yeah. was always there, good looking. I thought he was like 28, 29. I'd already had a younger boyfriend. So that was not a problem. My boyfriend was 16 years younger. But um, the, the way you get there is you, you're never imagining that it's going to be that. But the first time that I had a younger man interested in me, I thought he was being kind and feeling sorry for me. Really? He kept asking me to dance at a wedding. And I, I just assumed the bride said, keep her busy. You know, she's yeah. not, you know, she's on my side of the family and, you know, whatever. Uh -huh. I had no idea that he was so attracted to me. And that one intersection changed the course of my life. So tell me all about that. Did he wind up becoming <laughs> your boyfriend? I pushed him away. You did? I said, this doesn't, I, I did the same thing that all women did in that time period. I said, no, this can't be. And he said, no, I'm serious about you. He was 23 and just out of Cornell and I was 36 and okay. I was working in financial news at the time. The pre, the show, it's now CNBC, but I had my own show on financial news network. Okay. And okay. I was kind of there to be, how do I say it? The fancy friend of the bride. That she uh -huh. could show off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At that time, I had a presence in New York, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, then I go and start dancing with this kid. And I just kept telling him, I, I, he just kept asking me to dance and I'll never forget. So it finally comes to a slow dance. And so I'm like, now this is like the sixth time. And I said, <laughs> look, at, and I said, I'm, listen, I'm not really good at slow dancing. He put his arms, uh, his hands on my shoulders, looked me dead in the eye and said, don't worry, Susan. 
I know Aww. how to dance. I'll show Aww, you. Oh, I like this guy. Oh my goodness. I mean, every hair follicle on my body stood on end. I just woke up. Mindy, I had never known chemistry or attraction before that moment in my life. Really? Yep. But you I'd still pushed it away? I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Men would come on to me. I was barely ever single. It was like yeah. it's like the rodeo event, cutting horses, where you know the 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 one little calf gets roped out of the herd so they can brand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I was, it. you know, a, a, a ten year relationship and then a, a, a three year relationship, and I'd get away, just kind of shake myself loose, and somebody else would try and rope me and separate That's me. That's awesome. The herd. I should start hanging out with you a lot. More. <laughs> It was a different time period. You're a wing girl. Oh, All right, but that's what one did, you know. That the girl yeah. who never wanted that, you know, had so many people. To, yeah. So I just, yeah, yeah. I wanted a career, but that was just like it was easier than I have to be on. I think, but at any rate. Um, so, so he opened up your eyes, this guy. Well, yes, and I pushed wedding, him away. The wedding dancer. I did. And then, okay, and then what? And then you sort of was like, okay, the pool's wider now. Like I can swim in the shallow end too. Not oh, just no, 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 no. It was a mental struggle. I allowed myself to kiss him. I allowed myself to be caressed by him. I allowed myself to do a whole lot more with him. Okay. And I remembered being on the precipice of that decision thinking, oh my God, I may never experience these feelings again in my life. I thought it was a one-off, <laughs> like a miracle had happened. <laughs> and I was very cognizant of the fact that I was going to pay dearly for it. This is a very good, this was my client at the, one of the top six, you know, at, at that point accounting firms, very powerful. Yeah. And no, I, I understand. And I had this faux pas with her relative, her husband's cousin or whatever, you know, so, oh my goodness. So I did pay. I paid and I paid. She you couldn't. Oh, she couldn't have beaten me more like a bad dog and told me to stay away from him and that his parents really would order against me and that she told him that i had a boyfriend who was in the mafia who would kill him she she wanted this separate. Wow. did not look good she for her cared that much that's crazy. well but so so weird i heard every story and twist and turn of how she had to get to her partner and it was not without you know, meeting a few guys in the process and we were buds. So I thought, you know, she'll be so happy for me. Yeah. I really thought she'll be That's so awful. happy for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, but it, this was part of my legacy. It had mm. to, I guess the friction had to be there to create the outlet to create all the snowball to go to see this horrible prejudice that we have and then how even women will turn against you like you'd think a woman would be happy for you but no so no, i kept that, pushing him jealous i think deep down maybe well you they know? didn't know what to do with it i was supposed to be signed up to be the prestigious friend that made her look good and here i brought her some oh, well. kind of chaos you know right oh well tough luck lady and so at any rate um i I now had a door open to me, but I closed it to him. And okay. I remember against, we believed this stuff literally. So he was afraid to contact me. I was afraid to contact him. Finally, he broke the contact. And I said, I thought your parents were going to put me in jail. He said, where did you get that? And I said, well, she told me that. And he said, well, she told me that you currently live with a guy who's in the mafia who's going to kill me. I'm like, where did she get that? And he said, so then I, he said, I want to do this. And I said, I can't, it, it doesn't work. You, we can't do this. This mm -hmm. isn't, this is never going to work. That's a shame. Guess what? He was very traditional in his upbringing. 
his parents had groomed him for a certain kind of career where okay. your wife is a part of the package and how it looks, right? Yeah. He ended up marrying a woman 10 years older than himself. It wow. changed his life and she had a daughter already. Oh, and wow. And he adopted the child and then they had their own. Oh, that's nice. So he ended up happy, but he sounds like he probably needed a mature woman. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think the younger guys, I hear that not that, you know, I haven't dated any, but they often say, because I have a lot of friends and different age ranges and things like that. Um, and they often say that the girls, the women, their age are so immature. Yes. And, yes. You know, that's exactly. Like they, yeah. They want someone who's sure of themselves and more confident and so forth and so on. So, so anyway. when, when you interview these men and I interviewed over 200 couples for the book, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we came, it, it was like three points that the younger men hit over and over and over again. She knows what she wants. She doesn't play games and mm -hmm. you know, she's confident and she, she can articulate everything. So they mm -hmm. love this fact. Now, mm -hmm. not every young man, has the disposition to be partnered with an older woman. But right. it's so interesting, the psychological battle I had to go through. Once I had had this door opened, there was kind of a template for attraction. Then I'm walking through the park, Central Park, and it's like every young kid is like smiling at me. And I'm like, I had the scent on me. You know, it's yeah. kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I call it the yeah, silent dog. Yeah, you're glowing dog. from the inside out. Oh. No, they can sense it when I you're know. open. Yeah. I yeah. know. And That's so what that, they say. Yeah. My next boyfriend was 16 years younger, and I didn't have a problem with that. I was actually out in that rural part of New Jersey, but he was very well educated. The parents were very well established. Were okay with everything? The mother had there? to meet me because she was uh -huh. very, the, the father just said, the father just said to him, you're lucky bastard. He said, you're I lucky know. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I had a Corvette, a BMW, a gorgeous house. I was a good golfer. I was a fitness model. He's just like, you, you hit the home run. And oh, that's then, fantastic. The mom said, you know, he's a very sweet and emotional young man. Yeah. I got to ask you, are you going to hurt my son? And that's what I called the talk. And any yeah. mom who's worth her salt will have that with you. Yeah. And I said, look, at, I know how this looks. And if I were in your shoes, I'd be doing the same thing. And I said, so here's my position. I don't know, to be honest, in any love, if it's going to last two months, two years, or 20 years. Of course. You just don't have a crystal ball. Yeah. You don't know what's going to come down on the pipeline, issues and things or I, feelings. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said, but look at your son. If you want to see who I am and my effect upon him, watch him, look for his confidence, his self-esteem, look for his progress in life. And I promise you, if I think that I'm a detriment, I would leave before you would even tell me to go. And I said, I didn't come here to harass him, to manipulate him, to harm him. I came here because he's, I love the things that you love too. Mm -hmm. And she said, you two work as a team because we were making a Thanksgiving dinner. Neither one of us knew how to cook. Oh, that's <laughs> like so funny. Yeah, I would destroy the kitchen too. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, funny. I, I was in a new house, so he made turkey burgers. Each turkey burger was oh, like a I pound, a pound <laughs> a piece. He didn't know, you know, he was just throwing everything on the grill, but we were laughing and giggling. He had such a great personality. And then after a couple of years, I left him because I thought, okay, he was a baby boy that left his mom and dad, lived with me, and I just eclipsed him, Mindy. He couldn't grow and emerge because he was like 20, 21, 22. So I'm still doubt my age is getting older and older. By the time right. I meet Chris, uh, I had decided I wanted to date a man my age. 
And I okay. used to drive into Manhattan, pay $35 an hour to, you know, at a parking garage. Right. To somebody on the Upper East Side that was halfway drunk by the time I arrived. And I went, oh, my God. And, and jaded and baggage. And I just, and then this beautiful young man kept chat, chatting me up at the gym. And nothing sexual. I really, we talk about life. We talk about spirituality. In your suburban gym? Back in yeah. the suburban. Okay. Yeah. And I had no idea. I thought he was 28 or 29 and I looked maybe 32 or 33. Mm -hmm. And, and so we actually looked like a perfect match together. Mm -hmm. I later come to find out that the entire year I'm talking to him, he's 18. Oh then my he gosh. 19. And then a couple months later, I flipped to 40 and I okay. remembered looking at so he's him. He's 19 and you're 40. Okay. Okay. I remember was he in college. Like, what was his deal? Yeah, he was he he was working in a deli counter at, oh a, at a local. You can get good slocks, slocks bagels, maybe. Uh, you know, it just and, okay, that's a perk. All right, and, go ahead. and going to college, yeah, and um, so it was just so interesting because I looked at him walk in the door of this party. I I went. The gym owner invited me to a Christmas party, and I remember when he walked in the door, and I looked at him, and I just thought, oh, "God, he was so gorgeous, Mindy. Oh my God, was he? He was or my is he? Really? He, oh, he, he ended up being this a is model. Chris. His name's mm -hmm. Chris. Okay. He ended up being a fitness model and a personal trainer. Yeah. Oh wow, and yeah, he must be good just, and smart. Oh my God, and just my kind of kryptonite. And I looked, I looked at him, and I thought, "Oh my God," and I saw him look at me. And then I felt this other thing happen. Like, yeah, I think he's looking at me that way. And that's when he told me, he took me aside and he said, I love you. I've never said that to a woman before. You know, really? You didn't even know him? Well, I did. Just knew? We had, we, we had our Well, you first, were friends with him, I guess, from the gym. Yeah, right? but yeah, we had our yeah. first going out, going to a metaphysical church together. We had mm -hmm. long conversations. We'd sit for hours in the parking lot and talk. Oh, and okay. All the so you time, knew him, obviously. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. You know, and he was so bright and so advanced. And um, yeah, we both really suffered for that relationship. When he finally moved into my home, his mother basically said, it's her or us. Wow. He said, it's her. And she cut him off. And they were a very close family. Sunday oh, wow. dinners together. Nobody was allowed to talk to him. Then she got his friends to say that they'd slept with me. Oh, I don't know how. I don't know. She paid them. I oh, don't that's know. Terrible. What. Can you imagine? And, no. and I couldn't pull on the other end because if I say your mom's crazy, yeah. then I'm going to unwind his world. Yeah. Yeah. It was really horrible. I didn't. I, I didn't know how to fight back without poisoning him. I, mm -hmm. And I'm the odd one. They don't know me. I'm from New York City. You know, it's like they, you can make up any story you want out there. So that battle of how the community was so aggressive and so hateful. So she kind of wake up every day to destroy me. And I got to the point that even going to a grocery store to buy eggs and food, the little girls in the counter would leave the aisle. Because she really? had convinced, well, she'd convinced everybody that I was a witch and that mm -hmm. I did these um, spells to keep him there. Because again, why would somebody want me, right? Why would somebody want That's this? That's terrible. I, it was beyond, I, I was actually living moments in my life where I thought, okay, I've been, this is, okay, this is a hallucination. I, something happened. I'm in a coma. I'm someplace. This is not my life. Yeah. Somebody, somebody put yes. me on a drug and this yeah. is a trick because it just didn't yeah, seem it doesn't it feel real. It's like surreal, really. It, yeah. I, I didn't believe people were like that. 
you know, an hour from New York City. But why uh, would they? Ca- I mean, it's like you're happy. It's not. I don't know. Love is love is love, depending on gender, age, what color. You well, know, race. I mean, it had, should be right. I mean, we've I had twenty five years to come to that conclusion. Yeah, no, that is 20, true. So, how long did you date Chris? About five to seven years. We lived together, and the last few were quite tumultuous. I can talk about it now because it is my life, but I didn't say anything for a good 20 plus years. Um, So he developed paranoid schizophrenia in my home, which really augmented the witch conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Because people knew him as normal and then they saw this thing happening and he got very strange and he was institutionalized. And then I, uh, there was a judge to put a court order against him, not me. So it was, mm. yeah, he kind of spun okay. out of control, but my God, okay. with all the pressure that poor kid was under, but the great, you know, a great love of my life. I mean, yeah. I just so bright, so amazing and suffered too for his Yeah, children. yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure. Did you, um, did you ever date men that were closer to your age since him or have you just kind no. of stayed in the younger pool? Since no, I keep trying, but I mean, now they're geriatric. So what would I do? <laughs> I had a walker. Like, hey, baby. Oh, stop. Want to no, share with really the oxygen? T- yeah, oh, come God. over and share my oxygen tank with me. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> uh, you know, you get a taste for something and you don't want your past to define your future. But at the same time, you know, this happens to a lot of women when they age and what they're attracted to and what they want. On one level, they don't want that. And on the other level, they can't help but wanting that. And I've walked away from so many situations and I've gone, are you just too picky? What's going on? I just... Oh, I don't don't like anybody. I don't like the men my age either. I mean, I think they're like, not all of them. I'm being so mean and judgmental, but like, they're like, they have the dad bod or they're, you know, like they're just sort of like kind of frumpy or they're really together and they're like handsome and wealthy and successful. I shouldn't have said the wealthy part because to me that doesn't honestly, either way, it doesn't really matter. But when I say that, I mean like they can afford to go to a trainer and they can afford Mm -hmm. to get Botox and invest in themselves a little bit. So, but then they're so arrogant and they're so like, they don't care about my career. They don't care about me. Like, I think they just like the fact that I can like sit there and they like my smile and they think I'm like cute to have on their arm to go to an event. And yes. And oh, by the way, like, what? Oh, I forgot about that. Like, I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Right. Yes. I call that. You are an accessory to their lives. Correct. Yeah. Like (laughs) Like, this is my latest handbag. Chanel pocketbook. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, no, I had, I have not dated anybody. I've had a million goodbye parties to the 20s. I was already in my 50s where I'm like, Wait, how I old have are you, got Susan? to leave. Huh? How Do you mind me asking your age? I'm 65. You look amazing. <laughs> are you kidding me? I know. I know. My, oh my, my God, age. You look so good. Thank you. My age has been recorded since the book came out because my co-author was much older and she would not, she was at an age where she knows not to state her age. Yeah. And I always had to. So if anybody actually looked at all the press, it would be 47, you know, 50, 52, 61 year old, um, younger men. They took a picture of me with this guy that I was seeing. And it's like 61 year old, uh, luscious relation. It all went through this like 
like Latin American magazine, like this woman's <laughs> got it going on. And I'm like, oh my God. So, you know, That's if you could awesome. track it, I don't yeah. love to talk about it because I was proud of it in my 50s. But when I got to my 60s, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a little more quiet now because it's a head <laughs> trip. You know, yeah, I mean, but I you think, look great. You should be proud of your age. Thank you. Look you. Awesome. Yeah, you, well, do. you look incredible. I'm, I'm happy. You look like you're in your 40s. Like, seriously. Thank you. I'm 46, and I thought you were like, I knew you weren't my age, but I thought you were a little, like, a little older. Like, oh, I, I adore you now. Okay. So, I, well, I thought you were like 31, and I thought oh, she's got to get all the no. business. <laughs> but isn't it funny that we have to put so much work into that, too? You're also not yeah. allowed to age if you're a woman. <laughs> you're not. No, I know. No. Oh, my gosh. You know? It's a lot of work. Yeah. But so. I also know the world. And I know that I want to work on camera and I know that I have to be presentable and I do a lot of public speaking when we could. And I know that Same. the way the world is, yeah. you've got to be mediagenic and that's a part of the package. If mm -hmm. I had been 50 pounds overweight, frumpy and had gray hair and I talked about my younger man, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Right. You know, they, they, unless he was a supermodel, I'd never make any kind of right. splash. Right, right. No, I mean, it's fine. I think when you like what you look like in the mirror, too, you have a better mindset also. Mm -hmm. I mean, as long as you're feeling good on the inside and it matches the outside and vice versa, I think that's really healthy. That's my personal, like, MO. So I love that. Yeah. So tell us about who you're dating now. Are you, do you have a, I a took nice a huge time out. You know, the funny thing is I love my privacy and I, I'm exhausted by the men that I've loved. I have to be honest with you. I'm a giver and um, I'm, you know, I needed to break a pattern within myself mm -hmm. of giving and fixing and aiding. Because when I had young men, the, the excitement for me was the building them, helping them achieve their goals. I got, because I have to have something to do inside a relationship. I get bored. Once, yeah. I have a, once I'm in the relationship, then I'm kind of bored if I'm not doing something. My right. dog is, my dog is valiantly okay. trying to. like two weeks ago with my dogs. It's fine. I can barely hear it anyway. Okay, good. She's death, all nine so pounds fine. of her. She's trying it's to protect fine. the house. So she Aww. sees something outside, you know. What kind of dog do you have? Pomsky, Pomeranian. Oh. Husky. Oh, oh, so cute. They're like a little, she looks like a little Samoyed. She's gorgeous. Oh, so Hiccup. <laughs> her name, is her name Hiccup? Nika. It oh. should be Hiccup. Hiccup, come here. Nika, Nika, come here, come here. I'm talking to Mindy. Oh, this is cute. Are you done? Okay, hang on. We're going to show you. There we go. There. This is the lady of the house. Oh, she's beautiful. Thank you. It's like is a she little shed? Yes, no, but not not like my Samoyed head. Like, She's like, so pretty. You know, one of my clients just got a dog similar to that. Um, it's beautiful. She's beautiful. Thank Aww. you. Great disposition, but she does feel that she no, feels I, like she's in conflict you know she she sees workers here, gardeners, whatever, right. Amazon, and she has to do her duty to protect the house department. Yeah, my dogs the tails. are the same way. I know it's, that they're wagging. I know. They want, it's but they funny. want to play. Like, did you really come here? I, like, I don't want to attack you, but I think you maybe you'll play with me. So she's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's funny. My I have two dogs. I have a Shih Tzu and a uh, a Beaver, uh, is which is like in the Yorkie family. So anyway, the really quick the York the Yorkie dog is a puppy and she's like honestly not even three pounds when she barks. I'm like. Oh, please. Like, so what are you going to do? <laughs> so she, she thinks she's all big and bad. And it's funny because she's the dominating dog out of the two. But it, and the other one's like 16 pounds. Not big, but like, it's 
compared to her. She looks like a she looks like a squirrel. Okay, back to the cougars. At least we're yes. on the right track with the animals, right? Okay, so how did you see the shift in society? Like when when did you think that we made the shift and it became more acceptable today to date younger guys and what do you think? I know there's a lot of benefits um, from your interviews that you, you we went over. Yeah. The younger yeah. guy, the older woman. But from an older woman's point of view, or the old, not maybe not an older woman, but the 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 woman who's older it could be you're 30 and you're dating a you know 19 year old or you're 46 like me and dating a 25 year old or whatever it may be. What are the benefits in your opinion for that for towards for the woman? I guess I should. Oh, wait. Are you talking about when did I see the shift or the benefits? Okay. So well, keep, both. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, two questions. Let's talk okay, about the shift first. Okay. I was so blessed with press from day one. I've had more press than any person I know who doesn't That's have right. a publicist and didn't. I never go to Harrow. I don't seek it out. I never asked for a thing. So I get about 350, 400 interviews a wow, year. Wow, that's, that's fantastic. And, I, I and you do are this, a you're our best-selling author, too. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I do nothing. Yeah. So I thought it was normal. You write a book. I think, oh, you just go on CNN. Oh, you go on the Today Show. Oh, they fly you out to California. Oh, you go on this show. You go on Oprah. They call you. And I, I did nothing. But I can tell you, 2003, when I got the call from Oprah's people, Mm-hmm. That's once I did that show, I was actually in Germany when it aired, but once I did that show, I knew that it would forever be different because her, oh, her, yeah, you know, it just oh, like yes. a wave. Yes. And I knew yes. that we had turned the corner, corner. at that point. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I heard people that had less shame around it, you know, so that was the first cultural shift. Um, because when I was called by the media, they were always looking for where I was emotionally deficient. Initially, everybody was accusing me of like, do you have mommy issues or do you just like being in control? They were trying to figure out what was wrong and twisted with me. Okay. Not, they, they just still didn't validate it. They, it was coming from an unhealthy place for both of us. He needed me like a mommy. It was about money for him. This is how they wanted to write it up. Okay. And I was very fortunate. I had a boyfriend after Chris, and he used to come on a lot of the publicity tours with me. Oh, that's and, great. He was supportive like that. Oh, he was great. amazing. I, I, how old was I then? Oh, golly, I don't remember. Maybe 40 something or other, 48, 45, 48. Mm-hmm something like that and he was i think 31 or 32 and he was he was wonderful and as a matter of fact they wanted to interview him more than me so i knew that it was getting it was getting into social consciousness that you can be a couple it wasn't just sex and at the same time the cougar book had come out which makes it okay to have sex so the young guys got to fulfill their fantasy because let's remember young boys have been looking at erotica with women that are mature they're not looking at 12-year-old girls and 15-year-old girls. They're right. looking at adult women. So they're attuned to an adult woman from day one with porn or whatever else, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. school teacher and all that. Okay, so number two, you asked me, okay, when was the shift? And the, oh, I was the, asking the like, what, what are the benefits to you or um, you know, women that would date a guy that who's younger than them? Well, one is as you mature and as you age, you're going to look at in your own age and go, Bleh, right? Well, that's sort of what I was saying. Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how wonderful that instead of five to 15 years older, we also have maybe even five to 15 years younger. So mm-hmm. a greater selection for us. Also, younger men tend to view women 
in their power as being a sexy, positive thing, mm -hmm. not a fashion accessory that they bring along to a public event, mm -hmm. but they tend to view women as they're proud of her achievements. It's a turn on. Mm -hmm. Her power is not something to squelch or minimize or ignore. Mm -hmm. And so this is the part that I like. Young men have grown up with working moms. They work with women. They may have a female boss. So this power dynamic. That's awesome. Yeah, they're coming from a different mindset. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I read in an article, I want your opinion on this. Um, basically, uh, that if you are a, an, a woman that's dating a younger guy, it can boost your career. Um, wow. Apparently. <laughs> uh, that's apparently. new. And that's it, a shift. Some of, some of the, the study, um, it, it wasn't the most reliable source, so I'm not going to go ahead and, and share where it came from, but it was indeed, there was some, a little bit of science behind it with the data that I was researching a little bit. But basically they attribute that to some of the things you were just saying, like um, women who are older that date younger men tend to be a little bit more assertive. They know what they want. Their confidence levels are higher because they're just confident in general. And then obviously they have a younger guy on their arms so that must obviously be a confidence booster in some way um and that they also like younger guys because they tend to be more flexible with their careers and they're not all about themselves the guys i mean with the pocketbook accessory and things like that not to say all older guys are that right. way but I, I i agree with what you're saying like i i've kind of find that a lot too and i find it to be such a turnoff i don't like that at all so yeah. it's 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 a great point to bring up that the men who actually want to partner and stay with, marry, live with, and make a long-term commitment with an older woman are quite unique. And they're different than the kids that are just exploring and okay, uh, dating an older woman is on my radar. Right. It's, they actually crave uh, content and emotional capacity. They are advanced for their years and they're mm -hmm. smart. And they mm -hmm. are not only irritated with the games that young girls play, but they're bored. They're bored yeah. conversationally. So they have a deep hunger for wisdom and knowledge and they respect power. And they want, you know, they're a little advanced, so they're looking for an equal. And so right. that's, that's a very unique quality. So not every young guy that would come after me, it, like people just assume that I go for looks. And of course, I only go for looks, but. <laughs> <laughs> it in, should be Susan Winters. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but inside, inside yeah. that package, I re okay, so I was recently dating a kid from my gym out here. Beautiful, blonde, the whole thing. Oh my God, Mindy, I was working so hard to get through our first date conversation. Everything on paper was perfect. I mean, I could not, I just got everything just, like the sentence would just fall. I'm like, oh my God, I don't care how good you look. I don't care how clean you are. I don't care how great your mentality as far as how you view life and your ethics and what you're doing in life. I just, there was nothing going on. Oh, I God. just couldn't. I, no, I, that's the worst. No. when there's no like, like no um, stimulation at yep. all, like with your mind. Oh my gosh, that's none, awful. none. I couldn't. I was just. It was the most tedious hour and a half of me asking questions I'd ever had in my life, just to keep the conversation going. And I walked away, and I thought, well, that's a shame. But it shows you that even me, uh, you know, it's like. I need content too. And that's yeah. the resonance. When you think of the fact that there's a big age gap and the two truly love each other, for as much as it looks weird on the outside, you got so much together on the inside to create that bond. 
Right. And right. I'm not trying to profess that every single older woman, younger man relationship is healthy. Some no, but not, like not every like age matched relationship is healthy either. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. it's just nice that we have more options. I and think this, that's true. And I this think. has always been a question about female evolution. And as I was trying to explain to Oprah, the part that that she loved the most is that you know, it's a bigger conversation here. It's not even about the younger men. It's mm -hmm. about having a place at the table where we get every piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. And, and, and younger men and, and being able to experience what men have long known to pick the partner that you want, independent of that, independent right. of your yeah. age. Yeah. The world is their oyster, so we might as well yeah. have the Right? Why not? Yes, exactly. 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 So um, well, I was going to ask you something and literally just escaped my brain. Um, so I guess, well, this wasn't my, the question. It'll come to me. But if, if you, <laughs> if I have another question, if you, um, it, you know, people listening out there, they haven't, you know, maybe explored younger guys. And there's a lot of female listeners, obviously. What would your advice be in, in that way? Oh, I remember what my question is, but go ahead and I'll have you answer this. And then I'll, I'll go back to my original question. Allow your mind to be open to the possibility. You should never force yourself to do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. But if in a young man's presence, you start to come alive and you start to feel that he admires you and that he respects you and that he gets you and that you feel excited and vibrant and curious, then please don't discount it just because it's new or it may be unusual. You know, you never know what outfit your partner is going to show up in. And it, it, like, I never knew. I never saw this coming. Believe me, I, I was the girl with suits down to my mid-calf interviewing CEOs mm -hmm. on my show Corporate Profiles and working with you know, the Fortune 500 companies as a spokeswoman, you couldn't get a more bob haircut, little pearl earring, <laughs> high collar, uptight life. Oh, so I mean, funny. I'd never had a skirt above my kneecaps. And before I know it, I'm wearing crop tops and shorty shorts and, you know, driving my little Corvette. It was That's a little so awesome. uh, squinchy in my hair at the time going to the gym with my gorgeous young guy. So, you know, <laughs> life, life will take you where you mm -hmm. need to go for your expansion. Had it not been for that first date from the younger man that asked me to dance at my client and friend's wedding, I wouldn't be talking to you today. I was yeah. good at a lot of things. I didn't know where my real gifts were lying. And I, you know, I'd always known it was communication of some sort, whether it's opera or it's theater or it's corporations or it's television. I didn't know here is where I would end up. It, everything took me to this point. It actually kind of threw me off the main Autobahn into the woods mm -hmm. and I found my way here. So I was given a great gift and I That's fought awesome. it. I fought That's it. Awesome. Yeah, the universe has like a plan for you. I no, think no everybody, kidding. Yeah. Who knew? No, and, and you're helping so many people. I mean, I'm now yeah. open-minded. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I think this was the question I was going to have. Do you, do you find that when you were dating younger guys, it was it an issue if they wanted to have like kids or like a family? Like, you know, I, I that to me would be my only like yeah. apprehension probably. Like I'm like with people not liking it, I'd be like, oh, I'm just like, sayonara. Like you're just jealous. 
this, you know, my kids probably would love it because they'd probably be like, oh, it's like a fun uncle, <laughs> you know? And I would imagine the sex is off the charts with a younger guy. Am I wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did, was that ever an issue? Um, I always knew I didn't want children. Right. Um, which is why I avoided every marriage proposal I had, because I just, that, that whole formula, I'm great at relationships, I'm great at creating love, I'm great at intimacy, and I love deeply. But mm -hmm. I just, that from childhood was something I didn't want. Okay. So, but the, the you are now talking about the deal breaker. There mm -hmm. is a deal breaker in older women, younger men, and it is children. And so mm -hmm. I was very specific to analyze three types of men. And you have okay. to know which kind you're dating. Okay. Those who want children, it's a definite. The woman is basically a broodmare. She is your access to having a family. And the, the purpose of a partner is not, this is my soulmate, the love of my life. This is, I want children. This is going to be a perfect mom. She'll fit into the family. She'll create a family for me. Those men that want children have to have them. It's their mm -hmm. image of what mm -hmm. they want in life. Right, then there course. are men who don't want children at all. They were reluctant as of about 15 years and, and past to ever state that because like women, they were considered selfish and immature. How dare you not want children? But they just don't want children. And now they have the freedom to say that. Then there are the third group, which are kind of bigger than you'd imagine. So they tend to be the center of the bell curve. And those are men that, the younger men that want they want a partner first mm -hmm. and they'll do what she wants. You want children? Fine. You don't want children? Fine. I want you. My okay. purpose is to find the perfect mate and okay. whatever she needs. So okay. if you're choosing from that group or the, I don't want children anymore, but this is also, you know, it's an issue. So think of my first, my first experience with this, this young man, he, he married a woman and adopted her, her teenage daughter. Okay, his the dancing guy, right? From the wedding? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he eventually had a child with her himself. You okay. know, so she was older, but she was still in an age category where they could do that. And they're right. very happy. I, you know, he took me out to dinner some 20 years later, and we had to, it was just, it was amazing. I said, you, That's nice. you changed the course of my life. And he said, you changed the course of mine. That's nice. That's nice. It was a beautiful, beautiful, you know, we just, but yeah. what a purposeful meeting. I mean, who knew that destiny was supposed to happen, right? Right, right. Totally. Yeah, well, that's good. So I'll look for the other two pools. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, I tend to do that even with guys my own age, like if they haven't been married yet, or maybe uh -huh. they want another child and they say, I'm like, well, I don't want to waste your time. Like I'm not yeah. having any more kids. A few years ago, I would have been open to that, but yes. I don't want to have any more kids. Yeah. So I, I, and that's cool if you want to, like, you know, everybody should get what they want in life, but it's not you know, it's not fair to, I don't think for me to like waste someone's time and I don't want to waste my own time. I'd rather, you know, hang out with somebody who there might be a future with. So yeah. All right. The, well, tell us how we can find you, Miss Winters, uh, and, um, Susan all about Winter, your book and all that good stuff. Susanwinter.net. Okay, okay, that has all the information, consultations, and books and stuff like that. My YouTube channel is great. If you guys want to join me for the Thursday shows, I've just started live shows, uh, question and answers on Thursdays. And oh, awesome. uh, okay, uh, so you know, if I think if you just Google Susan Winter, I should be the first thing that comes up. And I'm so happy to tell you that's organic. I've never paid anything for SEOs. I'm just so grateful 
for, you know, all the love and all the support. That's fantastic. So. Well, I'm excited to know you and you'll have to reach out when you're back in the Apple and we'll, we'll get together. I would love to. Where do you live in the city? Which part? Right in Midtown. I live uh, right across from Alvin A. Lee on 55th okay. and 9th Avenue. Okay. So very I've, nice. I've always lived above 42nd, below 86th and on East or West side. So I've okay. lived in you know, 70th and Broadway, 75th and uh, 75th and West End Avenue, 84th and 1st, 43rd between 10th and 11th. So, you know, I've always nice. stayed up in that area. Yeah. I just moved. I was, I was actually in Hell's Kitchen for, yeah. um, for about three years. And I just moved to the, uh, technically the Upper East Side. It's the beginning of the Upper East Side. I'm on East 65th between. Oh my God. Second. Gorgeous. Yeah, well, now with the rents dropping, I may do the same thing too. You know, I, I've loved the Hell's Kitchen area, but it's also, you know, it's close to so much chaos. You see, this I is thought, the problem. Yeah. This is it. This is, I'm going back to figure out, do I pull out? Do I just do yeah. Airbnb? Airbnb is not so easy in New York. You know, they, they have no, a real issue with that. Not, yeah. So I, I'm trying to figure out, I will go back and take a look at my options because my lease. Well, if when you come back, this is so not what this podcast is. Yeah. But my my the guy that um, owns my building. Yeah. He, he, I was just talking to him yesterday because there's a reporter in, in New York that was interested in and in maybe moving into my building. He said there's a few. Um, cool. A few openings. I have like a terrace. It's like really nice. So that sounds okay. fabulous. We'll, okay, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk, Mindy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good day, honey. Thank Stay you. Out of the desert. You are so lovely. I've enjoyed our conversation. And I love that you're sharing this information with women. And I think it, do not discount a young man. I have known young men that have married women that are older, married them, made a commitment. Their kids are a couple years younger than they are and taken on the burden that a guy, this, that the former husband never took on. So when a man loves you, he loves you. Just know that he can come in any age. Okay, I'm going to be open-minded. I Thanks, definitely hon. will. All right, thank you Bye, so much. Bye, Mindy. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week, and in the meantime... Be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. This episode of The Race for the Ring was brought to you by Furco's Fine Jewelry. The family-owned, multi-generational family jeweler is known for their handcrafted custom designs. Not only do they create stunning rings, they have an incredible array of personalized gemstones, personalized pieces, and of course, diamonds. Follow them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry or head over to their website at Furco'sFineJewelry.com. And if you use code MINDY15 when checking out, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. Happy shopping! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.